that's what this conference does. And it was kind of a reminder to me too, that I need to be more purposeful about allowing time to think, ruminate, brainstorm, you know, and get creative on the most important things in life. Um, setting goals and setting the chart for the year ahead is just one of those. Um, you know, for me, one of the biggest takeaways, I'd say it was a quote, another quote that we that we heard, worry is negative goal setting. Now, I'd never heard this quote before, but it resonates with me 10,000 times over. Welcome to the Passive Income Brothers podcast. Here, we take the fear out of real estate investing using real life stories of everyday successful investors. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Passive Income Brothers Podcast. My name is Tim Lyons, and today I'm joined by two absolute rock stars, one of which is my brother, Greg. How you doing today, buddy? Tim, I am on fire today. Well, Just got back from Dallas after the the, uh, the Real Estate Guys Goals Retreat. We had a great time there, learned so much, and learned so much about myself and how I can have a better 2024. It was just, It was just fantastic. I couldn't agree more, and that's why... Uh, I made it mandatory for uh, Cityside Capital members and for Dad to attend. So, Paul, welcome. Uh, we're, we're also joined by our other partner at Cityside Capital, Paul Dirks. How you doing today, Paul? I'm doing well, and similarly, I am feeling great. It's a new year. It's a new opportunity for us to set goals, and not just to throw them out there, big, ambiguous, hard-to-reach goals, but measurable, specific, actionable goals. That's what this conference brought to life for me that this is in my control, that I can have a great year, and there's reason for all of us to make progress on the things we really want in 2024. So I'm going to confess something on this podcast to you guys um, that I don't know if I ever confessed on the podcast before. And that is, I was listening to a podcast with Brendan Turner from Bigger Pockets. I'm driving on the highway on the university on wheels, and he said something about goals and personal growth and development and spending hundreds of thousands of dollars in the past on, you know, coaches and masterminds and conferences. And I nearly drove off the road because I wasn't ready to hear it. I wasn't ready to hear personal growth and development. I wasn't ready to hear coaching. I wasn't ready to hear masterminds. To me, that sounded woo-woo. And I'm going to tell the listeners that my brother Greg, when I told him about a goals conference <laughs> in 2023, wanted nothing to do with it. Um, so I went by myself. I went to Lake Las Vegas. It was with the real estate radio guys. It's called the Create Your Future Goals Retreat. And it's a really long weekend. I mean, we're talking like 12-hour days, Saturday and Sunday, and a Friday night welcome uh, kind of uh, thing. But it's really about personal growth and development. It's a, it's a time to get away. It's time to get away from your kids, your family, your job, your your surroundings, your comfort zone, and to step into the uncomfortableness of a conference where you're going to be vulnerable and have thoughts and hear music and hear inspiring quotes, right? And it's a it's a place that you can gather your thoughts and be around other successful, like-minded folks. And I'm just going to throw a few stats out for you. Did you know that only 3% of Americans actually set and write down goals each and every year? Mm. And I think that's fitting because as we are coming into the, uh, what is this, the third or fourth week of January here, um... I bet you people have kind of faded from their New Year's resolutions, right? Everybody has the best of intentions. We finished up a great year or whatever. We had a bad year. You want to make 2024 a better year. You know, everybody inside of us, we're all in that human condition. We want certainty. We want clarity. We want confidence. We want success. We want love. We want connection. We want all those things, right? But this weekend was so powerful. So I made it mandatory for Greg, 
uh, to come to this in 2024. I made it mandatory for our dad, Big Rich. And then we were blessed and grateful to have Paul uh, Dirks come on to Cityside Capital in September of 23. And as a condition of employment, Paul, um, it was going to be mandatory for you too. So um, I think it was a powerful way to start on the same page. Um, but Greg, what do you got? Well, in my defense, which I like to come to my defense often, I think it was a scheduling issue in 2023, not so much my ignorance or not wanting to. It could have been 50-50, but we're going to go with scheduling issue. I'm glad you have that off your chest. Thank you. So <laughs> listen, so for the listeners out there, you know, listen, um, you know, Greg and I came up through the podcast world. We came up through Audible. We came up through reading books. And um, we really came up during the beginning of COVID, right? And so we did a lot of Zoom calls. And we got into masterminds. And through all of that, we came across the real estate radio guys. And I was fortunate enough to join a mastermind early on in COVID. Um, and Robert Helms from the real estate radio guys was actually in the mastermind. And I was I was like, holy cow, like I listened to this guy on his podcast. Um, but he's got such a way about him. He's got wisdom. He's got experience. He's got knowledge. He's a great speaker. He's engaging. So, you know, when he, uh, you know, let, it, let everybody know that he has a goals conference, I was intrigued, right? I was like, but man, like, spend a couple of thousand dollars, get a hotel, get a fly across the country. Like, ah, you know, maybe I'll just go back to my own comfort zone. And I'm going to tell you in 2023 and now in 2024, I am so happy that, um, th that I did so. So, uh, guys, I want to just start this uh, podcast off with a quote and I want you guys to comment on the quote. And then I want to go around and take uh, some of your, your, your best takeaways from the weekend. So the quote is, um, it's not about knowledge, it's about action. For if it was only about knowledge, every librarian that you know would be a multi, multi-millionaire. So Paul, why don't we throw it to you first? What does that mean to you? It means that knowledge is only half of you know, the battle. It's about getting out there and also doing things imperfectly. You know, one of the things in our society, we're given so many things to compare ourselves to other people to. And I think that as the the outcome, the result of that is we're paralyzed, right? We don't always take action. And that quote really brings the fact that we have to act upon the knowledge that we gain. And so to me, that's the biggest, the biggest insight that comes from it. But it's great to get a reminder of it, especially here early in the year, right? When you're setting the course for how your year is going to go and setting goals and thinking about what you want to achieve. But uh, got to make a you know, a pledge to act on the knowledge that you that you have and that you gain. Love that. How about you, Greg? You know, what's interesting is that I applied to five different librarian jobs um, as soon as I heard that and uh, didn't get any of them, you know, and not as bookish as I want to be. But that is one of my goals to become more bookish. But, you know, I, I think we talk about this all the time as taking action, right? And it's uh, education times action equals results. If you just have the education piece of it, yeah, you can be educated. You're going to know where the book is. You're going to know all about real estate. But it's when you take the action and and buy a property or invest uh, passively that you really get the education, which equals the results. Love that. So, guys, I know that I took about 100 pages of notes in my notebook, and I took even more notes in the binder that they gave us uh, for actual note-taking. But um, listen, we could probably talk for three hours about our experience at this goals conference. It was that powerful. But Paul, why don't you start us off um, 
let's let's really go go through a couple of our main takeaways. So, Paul, take it away. What was one of your one of your top takeaways from this goals retreat? Sure. And and before I give that, let me just say, you know, I've always been a big fan of the idea. The book Deep Work by Cal Newport talks about how you know diving into work, giving your undivided attention, creates almost like a superpower in today's highly distracted world. That's what this conference does. And it was kind of a reminder to me too that I need to be more purposeful about allowing time to think, ruminate, brainstorm, you know, and get creative on the most important things in life. Um, Setting goals and setting the chart for the year ahead is just one of those. Um, You know, for me, one of the biggest takeaways I'd say, it was a quote, another quote that that we heard, worry is negative goal setting. Now, I'd never heard this quote before, but it resonates with me 10,000 times over. At my core, I'm a pretty big warrior. You know, I mean, I'm also a financial planner and professional by trade. So, you know, having some healthy skepticism is a good thing. But it means to me, worry being a negative goal, worry is negative goal setting. What it means to me is that I inadvertently have been setting negative goals at different times. And that's absolutely not something I want to do. It's certainly not something I want to teach to my kids, for example. So thinking about that over the course of the weekend, you know, I know some of the tactics. Maybe it's less phone scrolling. Maybe it's certainly not watching the news. It's reading scripture and other inspirational works and trying to surround myself with positive influences. But I know that I have to be purposeful about it and putting up boundaries and actively working to block worry out of my life. So Worry is negative goal setting was one huge takeaway. And Greg, I know this is something you and I talked about at the conference as well. I just, uh, to me, it resonates in all aspects of life, not just in investments, but in every way that we, that we run our daily lives. No, it certainly does. And it could be a real time suck, you know, when you think about it, you know, you're worried about things that haven't happened yet or may never happen, you know, and, and those are the things that kind of take away from the, the action you can be taking. You know, when I, when I first started the, the goals retreat here, um, you know, you learn about goal setting and, you know, goals must be specific and measurable, have a deadline or time limit and must be written, right? They must be written down. And that's, they say is 80% of, 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 of goal setting. And when you think about that, I think most of us write goals each and every year. And, you know, there are some advanced techniques, but, you know, that's kind of the meat and potatoes of it. But the thing that when I look back on 2023, in which I admittedly accomplished nothing, uh, just kidding, but uh, not really. Um, the thing that kind of stood out to me was, was a couple of questions. It's, it was, what did you do in the last year? Were you happy with the results? And you know, with those things that I did, am I going to start doing something different, stop doing them, or continue doing those things, right? So- you know, what did I do last year? Um, what were I, was I making enough phone calls? Should I start making more phone calls in 2024? Should I stop making phone calls or should I continue making phone calls? Like, so be able to look back on my 2023 while I was kind of thinking about 24 was very powerful. Are you going to stop, start, or continue? And I think, you know, when you're making goals, kind of taking a look back was really, really powerful for me. Tim? I missed the part where you were going to con- uh, comment on Paul's worry uh, is negative goal setting. Um, but maybe we'll, we'll circle back to that. Um, 
But no, listen, those are two great takeaways. Worry as negative goal setting. I mean, raise your hand if you're a worrier, right? Me. Uh, you know, uh, if you're driving in your car right now, you, what are you worrying about? You're worried about your kids. You're worried about success. You're worried about investments. You're worrying about, you know, retirement. You're worried about health. You're worried about all these different things. And we're being pulled in so many directions. So is it healthy to be worrying a little bit? I think, yeah, right? You know, a little healthy. But to be having, uh, you know, the limiting beliefs plus worry, I mean, that just sets us up for a negative year, right? You can see how that can snowball very quick. So, Paul, I loved I loved that part of the uh, of the retreat. Greg, start, stop, and do. That was say was that Russell Gray? Uh, I think maybe was bring that up. I think you said that, yeah. You know, and you know, I, I so I'm a big fan. I'm a fanboy of the real estate radio guys. You know, um, and Russell Gray has a uh, a certain way about it when he delivers stuff. But you know, when we're also getting stuck, and I think a, a word they used this weekend was resistance, right? And I think people can feel the resistance when you know when we have these big, hairy, audacious goals, or even the little goals of the day. And something pops up. We're scrolling through social media. We're checking emails incessantly. You know, the kids are home from school, whatever it might be. And we can get derailed very quickly. And we have that friction, you know, and then we get like upset with ourselves that we didn't do the checklist and it can snowball out of control. And I think what I took away from that was clarity and focus, right? What is it that you want? How do you get there? What are the steps? Write them down, get clear, get focused and get to work. So uh, th those are some great takeaways. Well, why don't you take us to the next great takeaway that you had from this weekend? Well, maybe let me piggyback on top uh, of what you just said on resistance, because this was huge. And, you know, at the conference, one of the many thought leaders that was, you know, talked about was Stephen Pressfield. He has a number of different yes. books out there, one of them called Turning Pro. And in that book, he explains how most of us have two lives, the life we live and the unlived life within us. It's, a, it's an incredible concept. But between the two lives is resistance. And resistance can manifest itself in a number of different ways. It could be regular distractions, such as TV, scrolling through social media, news, and even watching every sports game, right? You're resisting doing some of the things that you need to do. But resistance, resistance can also show up in a few other ways too. Fear, self-doubt, over-analyzing over things, denial. And then there were two additional ways that kind of just completely hit me like a Mack truck. One was vague direction. Resistance loves vagueness. Without having clarity on where you're heading and just kind of thinking in general terms that you're heading in the right direction is in and of itself a form of resistance. And the other one is opportunity. I, I love this idea that you have to say no to good to make room for great. There's so many ways in which resistance manifests itself in our daily lives. I think about it now, and I'm thinking about it in a more holistic way. And you really have to play offense to stop letting resistance stop your progress. And, you know, even in the in the area of investing, in real estate investing in, in particular, are there things, are there ways in which resistance is stopping your progress from going forward? So to me, that was a huge takeaway, the way to think about resistance as many forms. And Greg, I imagine you've encountered resistance when you got started in the real estate journey. And it's just one of those things that I feel like if we all just acknowledge it for what it's what it is, we can be all the more clear on what we have to do to overcome that and to move past that. Well, I would actually argue that I was the resistance in uh <laughs> When it came uh, time to Tim and I starting City Side Capital, and 
Um, you know, a, a lot of the things, a lot of my limiting beliefs, I just wasn't ready for. And part of those limiting beliefs were, uh, I think, visualizing your goals. You know, that was another huge takeaway of mine. And, you know, I say to my kids all the time, no negative self-talk, right? Whether it's, uh, oh, I'm not good at math or, or I can't make a jump shot or, you know, whatever it is that you're saying negative, your mind hears that negative self-talk. And I always kind of knew about it. And then going to the goals retreat, and they talked about visualizing your goals, having a vision board. And I think Tim Brandon Turner talks a lot about his his vision board. And he also wrote an article about himself like 10 years down the road, which I thought was very cool. So you hear those things that say, like, oh, yeah, you know, they, those guys do it. But then to listen to it again, you know, while I'm sitting there focused at the goals retreat, you know, have a vision board or have three by five index cards with your goals on them. And your subconscious mind picks the stuff up. And this was part of my resistance. I was not ready for subconscious mind stuff. But, you know, when you do spend some time with your goals, visualizing them, whether it's what kind of car you want to drive or how many apartment buildings you want to own or how many passive investments it is, you know, there's four keys with your with your vision board is one is how vivid and how detailed is your vision board? You know, how much do you really want it? You know, what are the rims on the tire of the car that you absolutely can't live without? And then it's the duration, you know, like, you know, how long, you know, until you get this goal, the intensity, it's all anchored to your why. The intensity is how much do you feel that your activities are you going to get you to this goal? And then the last one is frequency. How often do you really think about your goals? If you write your goals down and pull them out, February 1st, June 1st, and then December 31st, where you're like, oh man, I didn't do a damn thing, versus looking at your goals every day, the frequency that you're reminding yourself and really have your subconscious say, yes, I am a real estate investor, or I am a passive real estate investor. I am the healthiest person in my family, and I'm bringing the others along with me. Those are the things that really hit me. Have that vision board or have those index cards with you that says you are going to accomplish your goals this year. I can't believe we have that on tape. I don't even know who you are. Who are you and what did you do with Greg Lyons? It's going to come back to haunt me, but you know, I could, I could, again, I could be the resistance that, that Paul was talking about, or I could say, Hey, I think this kind of works. You know, other people are having success doing this. So maybe I'm the resistance. I'm the roadblock. And how do I become better? Bro, I am so proud of you. Bruh. Like, I'm going to need a nap. I'm going to need a nap. I mean, that was, that was, Paul, did you hear that? I mean, it was, it was amazing. <laughs> I mean, this Un- is the guy. Unbelievable. Yeah. This is the guy born with more limiting beliefs than I have. I mean, mm-hmm. and the fact, so anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy to hear that, Greg. I mean, I knew you got a lot out of this weekend, but listen, uh, one of the other quotes I heard this weekend that was, uh, you know, really powerful for me was, some people have 20 years experience and some people have one year's experience 20 times. Mm. Think about that. Which camp do you fall into? Do you fall into the 20 year experience, success, right? Moving forward. Does it make the boat go faster? Was another one this weekend, right? What's going to make your boat go faster, right? Or do you have uh, one year experience, you know, very sheltered, you know, whatever, very, you know, locked in 20 times, right? And, you know, um, that's why this weekend was so awesome because, 
you get to be in a place away from home, away from your surroundings in a beautiful hotel, beautiful setting with people that we care about, right? And, and surrounded, by the way, there's some pretty big names that were at this conference. People with big podcasts, big YouTube channels, big real estate investors, TV folks. I mean, there was a lot of really uh, cool and fascinating and uh, really successful people in the room. And it was maybe 185 people, I think they said, right? Not a lot. And you get to talk to them and have drinks with them and uh, you know, get a bite to eat with them if you, you know, if you want. So anyway, um, those are all really great stuff. And resistance for me is huge, right? Because, uh, you know, like, like Paul, like, like you said, the, 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 the life we live and the unlived life inside of us. Right. And that creates resistance for me. Like I have all these visions and goals and I want to do so much and I have so much to say and do and be, do and have. Right. And where do I start? And then all of a sudden I get overwhelmed and I'm like, man, where do I start first? And, you know, I start making these crazy lists and whatever. So getting that clarity and that focus was huge. Um, so guys, um, last thought, because we're coming up on time. Let's each maybe give us one big takeaway from the, or, or you know, one last thought you want to leave with the listeners about the real estate guys goals retreat or the weekend or um, mindset, you know, anything you want to kind of go with. And then we'll, I'll take us home. Sure. Maybe let me start here. Um, you know, for our listeners, obviously you're hearing from us how impactful this conference was and how many takeaways we each have. But let me at least offer a thought to to each of you, which is, you know, as you think about this year, what are some of your limiting beliefs, right? We live in the greatest country on planet Earth. It's still greatly flawed, but it's still the best, right? We live in an era of abundance, we live in a time when the access uh, to opportunities to enrich ourselves from an education and from a networking standpoint are easier and better than ever. So what things are holding you back? And are they really that big of a deal? That for me was a crystallizing moment during some of the reflection and exercises that we did at this conference. That Some of my limiting beliefs truly in the whole scheme of things are not that big of a deal. So can you map out that first step or two and try to whittle down what some of those limiting beliefs are. Can you carve out a little bit of time every day and every week to give yourself that gift of time that you deserve? You know, success comes in little steps and the tiniest decision can make the big difference, a very big difference over time. So that's something I would invite our listeners to think about is what are some of your limiting beliefs and how can you move past them here in 2024? Oof. Love that. Oof. Oh, and baby. All right. Great. He's Great. ready. He's ready. He's ready. Got his eight hours in, and I love it. Um, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think we're talking a lot in the abstract here about, you know, kind of goals, and, you know, we talked about a vision board, and that could be something physical. But um, something that really hit home with me was, was around time management. And it, it was a small portion of the, uh, you know, of the actual uh, retreat, but it it really centered around goals. And the actionable step was to integrate your to-do list into your calendar. And I thought to myself, of all the, the things that we have to do during the day, you know, whether it is grocery shopping, but whether it's making calls, connecting with investors, talking with operators, put it in your calendar and set aside the 15, the 30, or the one hour to get it done but those are the important, the important things that you have to, you know, get done. Important matters get taken care of at a specific time of your day. It can't just be willy nilly. 
So integrating your to-do list into your calendar is very important. And it's really important because the word priority is singular. So if you put that priority into your calendar, you're going to get it done at 10.15 or 11 o'clock or 1.30 in the afternoon because that's the priority of what's going on right now. That was great. And and for me, the wrap-up is it was from Robert Helms, uh, who has a wonderful way of uh, emceeing, of you know, kind of guiding a room and, and guiding a, a conference. His, uh, his quote was, remember to live this life like it's your last. And, and that one was really, really, that one hit home for me because you don't have to do any of your priorities. And you just kind of float through life. And in five years, you're going to be the same person. But, you know, putting your, your priority into your calendar and living this life like it's your last really, really did it for me. Tim, what about you? Ooh, man, I love this episode. This might be ranking up as my 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 all time favorite episode because you and Paul are ready and uh, Big Rich as well. So, <laughs> um, I'm going to leave you with this one. Um, it was gratitude, right? Something I don't do enough of, uh, because I can personally get wrapped up in my own little life, right? Uh, back and forth to the firehouse. Maybe I don't get any sleep, or we have a tough call, or something goes bad, and. You know, I kind of wear that uh, for a while, or if I see some crazy stuff, I kind of wear it inside my mind for a while. Um, and it can really kind of turn off my gratitude switch. Um, so when I do get home to the kids, um, yeah, I'm happy to see them and hugs and kisses and, and all that. But, you know, um, when I when when he took us through that kind of exercise, um, to me, I was like, man, I really want to be more grateful for what it is that I have uh, my life, my family, my friends, my business, you guys, you know, uh, just being able to get away for that weekend to do something like that. I mean, that is incredibly uh, powerful. So um, so thank you guys for for joining me at the Goals Retreat. I really appreciated you guys making the effort. I know it's not easy. We all have kids at home, obligations. And I would, I would tell the listeners, you know, really consider, you know, whether it's a real estate uh, radio guys Goals Retreat in 2025 uh, which is going to be in Dallas in, uh, I think the first or second week in, uh, I don't know, sometime in January, you can check it out their website, but, um, you know, t- you know, check it out, you know, g- give, give it a shot. Even if you have massive limiting beliefs, believe me, if Greg and I, and my dad can make it to, and Paul can make it to the, uh, real estate guys goals retreat. I'm, I'm pretty sure anybody can, you know, it's it. Last- well, Sam, I think the other thing is if, um, if any of this stuff resonates with you, connect with us, email, set up a time to call. And it may not be the goals retreat. It may be a different conference that we may have went to that you could get va- value out of. We don't know where you are in your journey, but you know, with a quick conversation, we can maybe guide you to something that's really worked for us. 100%. So um, here's what I want to leave the listeners with. As you come into 2024, if you haven't done your goals yet, if you haven't sat and thought about it or given yourself some space for grace to even write down some of your own thoughts, um, and you need a, and you need some guidance to um, maybe get started, you know, and you want a, a prompt. And so he, here, here's a prompt for you. In 2024, who are you? What do you stand for? What do you want? What do you really want? What holds you back from getting it? And what price are you willing to pay? Because it's not about the knowledge. It's about the action. So with that, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the Passive Income Brothers podcast, and we look forward to serving you again next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Passive Income Brothers podcast. We would be grateful for your support of our podcast by giving our show a five-star rating and review and subscribing to our show on your favorite podcast platform. 
Don't forget to take inspired action after listening to this show so that you can start building out your passive income streams. Finally, head on over to citysidecap.com to connect with us and find out more information about how to get started passively investing in real estate.